All right. When we originally did uh, session two of Starforged, uh, it didn't. Uh, well, we had some technical difficulties, so the recording didn't 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 record. Um, so just for the sake of completeness and because the uh, campaign worked out really well, um, I think. I'm uh, just uh, going to do a quick summary to kind of explain what happened during session two, which we dubbed the Lincoln Project. So if you recall, or if you just watched it in session one, uh, we were picked as the, one of the crews in one of the ships that would be sent out to kind of try and reactivate the Stargates and get the, get the, the gate system back up, either wholly or in part, um, to you know, try to get this network back up that been down for like four generations. So we got up to our gate, the one that had been sort of assigned to us, and uh, we did manage to get it open. Um, took a little bit of damage to our ship um, in the process. Spoilers, that damage never gets fixed during the rest of the campaign. Um, uh, we activate the gate successfully. We activate the gate, go through it, and then we make uh, a roll to see how the whole thing basically goes. And um, essentially, as we come through the gate, the gate shuts down behind us and won't respond to any anything that we do, any, any anything, anything that we do. Um, and that's where we're left is just we're in a new system, but we have no way back home. Um, so we're off the Astro Gate in the system of Pharos, and we're getting uh, we're doing like some readings and that sort of thing, surface readings that we get from the one uh, planet. Uh, that's sort of nominally in the Goldilocks zone um, is that the system has perpetual night on the south hemisphere. Um, there's an orbital object of unknown origin around the planet. Life signs are sparse, and there are three settlements that we can detect that's in a habitable zone, habitable zone on the planet because it's sort of tide locked with the with the sun. So you got one hot side, one cold side, and or one day side, one night side. So there isn't a huge habitable zone on the planet. Um, that's the information that Elgo, our algorithm who, or AI who runs the ship, helps run the ship, got from the gate itself. Uh, Elgo does not remember having been here before. We listen to radio waves. Um, we're not getting normal radio noise, stuff that's been artificially created, but it's not a broadcast signal. So structured noise, several such noises from that world and from the object around that's orbiting the planet. All the other gates in the system are also shut off. So we have an expedition. We have a course from the gate to the planet. Uh, Blaze, our navigator, sets the course, moving fast, and gets a strong hit. Uh, Earl, as my character, asked Blaze around about his faith, how widespread it was um, prior to the fall of the gates, and whether or not the folk on the planet will likely be friendly. Um, if we're, you know, greeting them in that way, are they even going to recognize it? Um, Nails mutters threats about what will happen if they're not friendly. Um, Cortex is is pretty much uh, all in on on, you know, starting off with conversations about trade and that kind of thing, and establishing that um, as a way as a way in. So we get to the planet of Pharos. It's rocky, barren, lots of meteor strikes. Um, the place has just been uh, really uh, plastered with craters. Um, so that's fun. Uh, the unnatural object around the planet is an artificial satellite that uh, clearly predates human habitation. It's a you know, so pre precursor tech, same kind of tech that runs the gates. There are settlements. There is some power radiation. 
Um, the settlements are fairly packed together on the planet. They're within hours of each other. Um, placed where they are um, near one of the lesser hit areas in the world in terms of meteor strikes. Um, only one of them is even partially underground. Um, the settlements are surviving. They're not thriving, uh, probably running on fossil fuels. Uh, we try to open a signal, ring the doorbell, um, and we do get an answer with a very electronic trill. Um, uh, hi, who are you guys? What do you know about radios? Uh, Nails answers this. Um, the, the person that we were greeted by, person, is Lincoln, uh, Pharos's overseer, like Algo, um, like, so an AI, uh, who's responding to the, wants to know if we're responding to the distress call um, that they've been sending out. It's been a while, looking bad for the humans on the planet. Um, Earl gets Algo to chat with Lincoln, establish interfaces, learn some more information. We get a strong hit, um, who, which we use to assist Cortex. Um, Algo informs us that they're in a frightful situation. This overseer AI um, is disconnected from most of its parts and has been for generations since the great closing of all the gates. We're not sure why it initially happened, but since then it's been... Uh, for, uh, we aren't sure why originally it was... It, this disconnect happened, but since then, the disconnects of this AI from most of its systems has been from human scavenging. Unfortunately, due to these issues, uh, Lincoln has very little info from before the collapse because all the databases and knowledge bases and that sort of thing that has access to are it's no longer connected to anymore. The satellite um, up in orbit was here from before the world was settled. It was already here. And it used to be an orbital defense satellite to keep the meteor strikes under control. Um, it went down when the gates went down. Um, Lincoln has a small colony he's caring for inside of the mostly submerged bunker that seemed to be fine. But uh, conflicts with the uh, other humans on the surface are a problem. Um, so the, the, t the three settlements are not uh, working in concert, working together or anything like that. Lincoln insists on being connected uh, to one of the out-of-touch settlements, Mariposa, he calls it because it has some of his parts, but really all of them do. Trying to... <laughs> one of our players made a note here that um, in trying to figure out what was going on, we were essentially scanning Lincoln logs. Because that's the kind of group that we've got. Um, we uh, tell Lincoln that we're going to get him repaired and get him connected. Uh, we just need landing clearance. So we're going to go down and repair stuff. Uh, Earl wanted to find out more about how other humans think about Lincoln. Um, but we don't want to get Lincoln upset because, you know, murderous governing AI is not a fun is not a fun look for anybody. Blaze wants to help the people, but is cautious about it. And Nails is really curious about this satellite, and there's no life forms on it. Um, Cortex wants to know where we can land. How do we get to uh, Lincoln systems? What supplies are needed? Um, there's a salt flat near the bunker um, settlement with a data cable running uh, to uh, some radio locations with power. You know, we can get data cables run to or use radio radio towers to get power restored, generators, tools, etc. So we head down. Um, Lincoln's settlement is known as Shackleton. So it's a high-tech bunker. Um, they're wary of us. Um, the the Starforge has an oracle for generating these settlements and that kind of thing. Um, so we get a high-tech bunker, 
a wary attitude. Uh, lots of question marks with regards to the authority. Um, they've got hydroponic farms. We don't really know what else is going on. The planet's a desert, uh, pockmarked with meteor strikes. Um, there's a few strikes and craters nearby. The bunker is unhit, maybe because of the weak energy barrier around it. We land inside the barrier. Outside the shuttle, at a safe distance, there's people in these little drab blue robes. The air is a thin O2 mix. Um, they seem very naive, the people who've greeted us, and also really scared to be outside. Did you come from space? Gates, we just came through them from the asteroid system. And they don't really know how to process any of that. So we lug some equipment and follow on down. Uh, once inside the bunker, um, there's decontamination. The air is nicer. There's a floral scent. Um, this leader, the leader, leader of the group that came out and got us is much less tense. Um, she wants to know if, or we ask the, they ask us if, if we go outside often. And like, well, we're usually up on a spaceship. So unsanctioned walks are kind of unhealthy. Nails finds this funny. Leslie nods, but she doesn't clearly really understand what we're talking about. Um, that's only the second time she's ever been to the surface. You know, she takes us to a small room, a conference room with a central table. Lincoln's terminal is in there. Uh, we ask her how many live here. So they got six to 700 people in the living areas, hydroponics farms down below. Um, most of them don't ever go outside. Leslie's one of the few who ever has, and even then only twice. Um, this conference room feels a lot like the bridge of our own ship. Um, uh, main console lights up. It's pretty well cared for. It's the original material. Face projected in the air. Very, very plain looking face uh, projected into the air. Um, Lincoln is an AI overseer using he, him pronouns. Um, formerly the Pharaoh Space Traffic Control AI. Um, so this is the AI that originally ran like the satellite that kept the meteors away, and now he's been left sort of babysitting humans. Um, he think, Lincoln thinks it's very good that we're going to repair him. Good for the humans here. Ask him if we need anything else. No, I've done a lot to provide a good environment. Have sometimes offered to other humans to come here, but they usually refuse. Um, he was brought down to help with survivability after the orbital defenses failed. Um, He's been taking care of them for the next, uh, he says, 15 generations in, in a somewhat non-viable situation. Uh, Mariposa is an independent site after the closure. closure um, uh, Mariposa was tied to Lincoln to try to enhance their survivability. Uh, Mariposa is where the comma ray is at to connect to the defense satellite. Um, that's what Lincoln's primary function was, so he's quite obsessed with it. Um, uh, they've tried to communicate with Mariposa, but nobody there answers. They sent people one time, nobody came back. Um, so we have some goals here. We're trying to figure out how to fix Lincoln, how to do something with the satellite, try to get Lincoln hooked back up, maybe with a kill switch to unhook him if we need to, if he turns out to be a murder bot. Um, it's maybe a 20, 30 minute hop by shuttle to get to Mariposa. So we're going to go check it out after we talk with him. Um, Mariposa, as we get close, it's, it's ground vehicles, that kind of thing. They definitely live out in the open. It's very Mad Max. Um, proximity alert goes off when we get nearby. So we get nearby. Proximity alert on the shuttle. Somebody fired slug throwers at us? The guns we use look like guns, but normal slug throwers with gunpowder cartridges. Um, are we, not, but not normal slug throwers with gunpowder cartridges. Like we've got many rail guns or chemical 
projection or, or uh, propellant or something like that. Um, Cortex dodges with the ship. Uh, he does a dive towards the truck that apparently has the big gun um, and then uses um, vertical takeoff and landing engines to knock the shooter off their ass with the backwash, you know, ass over tea kettle, and then puts it on comms like, who's next? Um, the truck races off. Outside of town, they've got makeshift walls, some buildings, uh, some of the taller buildings knocked down, there's wreckage. Nails wants to come in over the town and have a little conversation, explaining it's in their best interest not to shoot at us, instead have a civilized conversation. Um, she misses on this. Um, there's now dozens of folks outside. One of them shouts back, look, the robot knows how to fly now. That'll give us enough power to open the thing. Bring them down. Um, so they're shooting and throwing stuff at the shuttle. Um the shuttle takes a couple of hits. Uh, Cortex offers to help them open up whatever they want to open up. Um, with a, And gets a strong hit on this. Uh, explaining that we're not Lincoln. You know, it's not the robot or whatever they called it. Um, so we're going to trade some generators and blankets and food. Um, they're okay with our coming outside and maybe them not shooting at us. Um, the conversation goes something like, you know, do you guys really want to live like this forever? Um, no, that's why we want to open our vault underneath the settlement. That's fine. You know, just don't do anything crazy. Um, so, and we wrapped up the session with some vows. Um, Cortex made a vow, um, get all these idiots on the different settlements talking again on this dangerous world and working together. We made this a group vow. Um, and, you know, Nails swears a vow, also a personal vow to make up to Cortex for, you know, just kind of screwing up and getting his, his shuttle damaged. Um, she's going to get, you know, do some body work or something on the ship. And that is kind of where we ended up. And that was the end of it. Um, the thing we found, I mentioned the group project, the group vow thing. What we found... Um, what I found is the game <sighs> scales kind of funny. I mean, this, the systems all work at larger levels, but having everybody having a whole bunch of different individual um, vows, which is what we did initially ended up being a bit of a problem. So we eventually started compressing things down and doing a lot more. Uh, essentially everybody had like sort of maybe one vow that they were working on on their own. And then everybody else was basically the rest of it was, we were working on group vows um, because it just got unmanageable. We had like, you get four people with each with like four or five vows. It's, it's just kind of impossible to do. This is good. It's a good start. I'm reading this thing over and thinking about Mariposa and <laughs> yeah, we, we spent a lot of time, uh, getting this, this system back on its, back on its feet a little bit. Um, so, uh, that's what we have to look forward to. And then uh, there we go. There's our summary for session two.